0: gorgeous? Does that funk have you feeling stuck? Have you questioning your purpose or even yet having you asking if your best years are behind you? Girl, you have zero obligation to stay in that funk. This podcast is for women who want to get the funk out of here, who want to play bigger, ask for more, and step out of mediocrity. Imagine a life filled with lots of energy, excitement, and filled with funk instead of that funk. This is the After 40 Unfunk Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. And I'm ready to talk some shit. Let's go! Hello Superwoman and welcome back. Today I'm calling this one. It's not him, it's you. Now first let me preface this by saying that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. My words are strictly coming from experience and growth. And girl do I have a lot of both. And let me not forget to mention that I'm going on 18 years of marriage. Yes, I said eighteen, and to top it all, we have two tweenish age girls. So life is very fun, as you can imagine. But I always use that phrase: "What we go through, we grow through." With that said, I've noticed that other women come to me, and they blame their funk on their husband. And girl, I've been here too. They'll say things like, "He never helps me around the house," or "He feels like more of a burden." then he does helpful. And by the way, maybe you're not married or you have a spouse or a partner, just substitute him for her, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever situation you're living in. Or I've had people just say, my husband or my partner's energy is bad and it's rubbing off on me. Substitute here whatever example you want to use. And the majority of these women would tell me that they are just exhausted. But I would challenge that and ask you, are you exhausted because you're, one, trying to control your partner and get your own way? Or number two, are you just trying to use his behavior, his actions as an excuse for not stepping into your own life? Or have you just gotten comfortable sitting there and watching his own actions, acting like a supervisor and evaluating his every move, his every action? Oh, we have a, a lot of opinions when we're looking from the outside in on someone else, right? Now, over my own growth period in books I've read or courses I've taken, they label this as us giving our partner or our husband a manual, an instruction booklet, a handbook, a guidebook, whatever you want to call it. They're all synonymous, but the premise behind it is that we have a set of instructions in our mind that we've given to our partner and our spouse that we want him to follow. Does this sound familiar? Or does this sound like something you have done without even realizing it? Okay, I'm gonna share a funny story and maybe you can relate. Now I've shared that I was a corporate controller in my past, so productivity and efficiency is kind of my thing. Now I notice when my husband has errands to run, it can take him all day. And that used to drive me bananas. Now put that same errand list in my hands and I've mapped it out the night before how to get to point A to point B faster, how to get all my work done and still get back home in time to put everything away and make sure I'm back at the school to pick the girls up by the time they need to be picked up from school. So why did that get me so wound up that it would take him all day? Because I wanted him to do it my way. I thought my way was better. But when I stepped away from that thought of my way is better, I asked myself, is that true? And just by challenging that thought, my eyes widened. And I would notice that during that time he was gone, he would meet somebody like a doctor who would inform him that he had several cancellations coming up on his schedule and to call his assistant to get his surgery book. Or as he was driving by the fish market, the owner of the fish market saw him and weaved him in and told him about the new fish he got in and wanted him to try it. So instead of what I call nagging my husband about his productivity and not getting from point A to point B fast enough and just trying to keep to a schedule, I began to ask myself, what can I actually learn from him? Am I choking off my opportunities or my opportunities to meet new people? Because I'm so focused on time and getting from point A to point B on a schedule? Or have I just let being responsible for so many other people, like my kids, and in charge of so many tasks, that it just has beckoned me to work from the land of being over-controlling? It was almost as if I was always working from mom mode and treating him like my child or my children instead of shifting over to partner mode. And I ask you, do you sometimes treat your kids better than your husband? Oh, is that because they listen to you and they do what you say? It's funny because my kids are competitive ski racers in the wintertime and on race day you'll hear me when their name gets called and they're up at the gate You'll hear me getting so fired up, cheering them on. Let's go, let's go. You can do it. And in that moment, my entire energy, my entire focus is on my child. But when was the last time I cheered on my husband like that? Or just been so emotionally present? And I ask you the same question. When was the last time you've cheered your partner on like that? And if you have kids in sports or had kids in sports, you know exactly what I mean. Moms get crazy when we're cheering on our babies, but maybe we need to get just as crazy when we're cheering on our husbands. We know it's energetically exhausting to try and control our spouse. So why do we do it? Why do we want to control him so bad? Why don't we want to step into our own life? Why don't we leave room for his flaws? You have flaws too, right? What about giving him the same mercy That God or the universe or whatever you believe that's bigger than you, that mercy that it gives to you every day, give to your husband. And using Katie Byron's logic or questioning, sometimes I would even ask, who would I be if I wasn't always nagging on my husband's flaws? And is this really the way I want it to show up? Not only for my husband, but for myself, or better yet, for my children. Are you letting misery or your funk or your career title or your mom title spill over into your relationship and how you're communicating with your husband or your partner? And the last time I checked with my husband, he didn't want to be led like I led my employees at work, nor did he want to be led like I lead my children at home. Many women, and I'm not exempt from this, let their husband's actions dictate their thoughts and their emotions. And then we let that emotion create this funk and ultimately becomes a compass. But what if you changed your compass? What if you changed your compass and worked from a place of motivation or desire and stepped out of being so consumed with his every action and his every thought? Seriously, think about it. Do you even know how he would act or think in a way that would actually please you and meet your satisfaction? And more than likely, we go back to what I was talking about earlier. You have in your mind that instruction book, that manual, those things he's supposed to follow. Oh, it's so time to burn those things. Let those things go. Throw them away. When I was little, I used to love playing with dominoes, but not really the game dominoes. I just love setting them up one by one so that when I flicked the first one, all of them would come tumbling down domino by domino. And the satisfaction of when it made it completely to the end was so exciting. But like many people out there, I grew up with a little brother. And there were times he would come take a domino out of the stack when I wasn't paying attention. When I went to flick the first one, it would knock over the other dominoes and then it would stop where he took out the other domino. And sometimes this would make me angry. Sometimes it would make me chuckle. But all I would do is rebuild it again and try again. And as I grew older and moved into the corporate world, while I didn't play with dominoes, I did have situations in my workplace where I had to adapt. Somebody, so to speak, removed a domino and I just had to shift and go with the flow and make changes, yet still be productive and still move on. And it happens all the time in life, right? We're lining up our dominoes and then, oops, somebody took a domino or somebody removed a domino and we just shift. We pivot and we make the most of it and we either rebuild it or we go a different direction. And you may wonder why I'm bringing up dominoes, but think about it. When our husband removes a domino, we make it mean something. We make it mean all kinds of things. When the truth is, he probably doesn't even realize he removed the domino. So ladies, when your partner or someone removes a domino or knocks down or rearranges one of your domino, or let's just say alters one of your circumstances, it's time to practice patience and maturity, especially with our partner. And truth is, if you're like me and have been married for 18 years, he has more chances to take out one of my dominoes or rearrange it. And may I give him the same mercy that I give to everybody else that rearranges my dominoes. Listen, imperfection or being imperfect still makes amazing memories. Give up some of my control or your control. Our way is not the only way, ladies. Some of us have tried fasting for diets. What about fasting from perfection or fasting from getting your own way in your marriage? What if we decide to remove the white flag that we don't surrender? We say goodbye to our old beliefs or the beliefs that we need to have it our way because our way is better. What would your marriage look like if it were how you want it? What would it look like if you got rid of that manual or that instruction booklet that you had for your partner? How would your marriage be different or your relationship with your partner be different if you showed up how you wanted to show up? What if we start showing up for him and cheering him on like we do our kids at their sporting events? Or what if we just appreciate him because he's flossum, just like you're flossum, right? A mentor once shared that marriage is like a ballroom dance. Steps move in both directions of the man and the woman to create a beautiful dance. And there will be times you step on each other's toes, but you just keep dancing. And maybe this conversation seems like an overreach for you. It's overwhelming. It's too much. Well, then focus on the little things, the little looks, the little touches, the little thoughts of adoration, the little glimpses into his strengths. Because ladies, I hate to tell you, it's not him, it's you. It's time to take accountability, to look into ourselves to let go of self-induced frustration. And the good news is your thoughts that control your actions are all controlled by you. So ladies, there's still hope for you and your partner. (laughs) Let's take a little action. Show up a little differently. It's time, ladies. Let's go. Before you go, Superwoman, I'd love it if you took a little action for me. Like, subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Also, share the episode with a friend. And as a thank you, hit up my website to crystalsumner.com, be crystalsumner.com, to grab free journal prompts. Okay, ladies, now is the time to go on Funk Your Mind, Play Bigger, and Ask for More. Open the door to possibility and cancel playing small. So get up and go!